0: It's time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. There is a lot going
1: on in technology, as always.
0: All the latest news and information about
1: technology. Uh, Fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's
2: a few pros and cons with this. With
1: Trevor Long
2: from yourtechlife.com.
1: Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from
0: techguide.com.au. I
2: really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music
1: anywhere. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Stephen and Trevor, Providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on two blokes talking tech. This is two blokes talking tech. And thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading. We are live from Berlin, the IFA show here in Berlin. My name's Trevor Long. You're joining me each and every week. It's Stephen Fennick from TechGuide.com. Today, good day, mate. Good Trevor. I hope
2: you enjoyed your week off last week. We did. Yeah. We did throw a bit of a scare into some of the fans, saying that it was the last ever two blokes broadcast.
1: Oh, I just want to say, I've got breaking <laughs> news. This is the last podcast from berlin
2: <laughs> yeah you love keeping us on edge mate that's excellent uh,
1: It's knife edge stuff we are in berlin um we're both here as guests of sony and uh we're at the EFA show we'll talk more about what it is and what we've seen as we get cracking on two blokes talking tech episode 223 thanks to the good people at netgear two blokes talking tech
0: you're listening to two blokes talking tech With travel on
1: well, let's uh, let's paint the picture. Now you've been here multiple times. This is my first time at IFA. Um, huge. Like the problem with this joint is it's massive. It's not like one big convention center. It's it's like 30 convention centers yeah. over a large, a huge footprint. Um, this is a show that is uh, Europe's consumer electronic show, essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, and all the big companies are here. Uh, Samsung, uh, LG, Sony, the the biggest that there are. We'll talk about what they've each got. But Stephen, I- I'm kind of stuck between trying to work out why the show's on. Like it's not really a pre-Christmas thing. It's not the one up to Christmas. Um, it's not massive amounts of announcements like CES, but there's enough to make it Fruitful, so it's a very kind of middle of the road announcements, really.
2: Well, no, I think it is the the lead up to Christmas show. Um, it is obviously very, very much a European focus. We are here in Germany, after all. Uh, but but it is a lot of BMWs, yeah, and Mercedes Benz as well. But um, <laughs> we uh, no no the timing the timing is. Uh, It is the lead-up to Christmas, in my opinion. There's a lot of companies here that are... And and we, we should point out, it's not only consumer electronics in terms of TVs, audio, the normal stuff that we talk about, but a huge part of this show here is also appliances, washing machines, dishwashers... Tractors. And tractors that just drove past us here. And, the
1: and to be, you should be clear, it's uh, what day of the week is it here, mate? Thursday. Um, we've been here at the at the show grounds for for two days. There hasn't been an actual opening of the show. Show opens yeah. tomorrow. Uh, the tractors are here because they're still building everything. It's yeah. one of those renova- home renovation shows on TV, reality TV, yeah. right down to the wire here. So press days essentially is what we've been involved in. All the big companies making announcements. So so they've all had their announcements. We'll talk about some of those things, and then tomorrow the show kicks off. Uh, which is when you leave. It's one of these weird things. Yeah. You would never leave CES on day one, but anyway, so so goes life. So we are at IFA. As I said, we're both here uh, as guests of Sony. So let's talk about Sony first. Yeah. Um, probably, I was quite relieved they they actually have some solid solid announcements here. The the um, the new Xperia Z5 is a great looking smartphone now they've they've had the z series before um, the z4 didn't come to australia but the z3 was a cracking phone uh the z3 compact likewise um or z2 compact was the one i had last very good phone so z5 comes in three varieties it's like a family of phones you've got your um, 5.2 inch z5, z5 um, you've More, got your... Um, inch compact. You know, I think I made you make a typing mistake on your on your website as well because I said something the other day about calling it the X5 all the time. Um, the Z5... Yes, it's the Z5, right? Yeah. I'm confusing myself now. <laughs> X5, Z5. Yeah, so we've got the X, the Z5 Z5, five, Z5 is 5.2 inch. The Z5 compact is 4.6 inch. And the new addition to the range is the Z5 premium, yeah. which is a 5.5 inch 5.5. phone. Now, yep. let's talk about the premium first because yeah. it is bling to like yep. american rapper it's style it's, it's, it's the chrome version is a mirror it's literally you can hold it up to yourself and have a good yeah. look
2: yeah, that's right. I think the, 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 they're sort of looking at that being the well, it, it is very blingy, is the word that comes to mind. But it's got, a, I think, it's available in chrome, gold, so it does sort of ha- offer that sort of high end look. But um, the the other colours in in the other the other devices, you got your golds and you got your greys and, and more a frosted sort of look to yeah, the back of the whereas phone.
1: Whereas the premium has this literally glass. It's a mirror. It's it's unbelievable. But apart
2: from that, of course, the screen. It's the world's first smartphone with a four K screen. Plenty of the
1: smartphones say they can record 4k video but this thing actually has a 4k resolution screen and on
2: the stand they had a a really good display of uh, comparison from a traditional smartphone and sony's 4k screen the differences in color and clarity was remarkable and you think about how many times you look at your smartphone screen every day literally hundreds of times in your case 500 times a day
1: you
2: (laughs) you love your phone but anyway it is Sony's sort of thinking was that, you know what, if you're going to look at a screen so often, why, not, let's, let's not, why don't we just make it beautiful, like mm. re- great resolution, uh, and what I like about these devices too is their approach to them and sort of getting the message across, sort of the marketing push for these phones is that it addresses the pain points for customers, like the, mm. the lag in the camera, the fo- time it takes to focus, battery life. Those sorts of things that, that Sony has well and truly addressed
1: with these phones. So let's let's talk can... about one of those yeah. first. The camera is without question. So It's, it's funny because Sony provide the sensor for nearly all the smartphones yeah. out there, but they, as, the, as they kind of cunningly say, they keep the best for them, Absolutely. right? So they keep yeah, the yeah. best sensor for their own phones. So the sensor is phenomenal. It's a 23-megapixel um, uh, uh, image that can be produced. By default, you're getting an 8-megapixel, which does a couple of things. Firstly you've got a digital zoom that is intense because you times digital zoom yeah because essentially what you're doing is you're you're cropping the 8 megapixels to a different part of the of the of the image out of that 23 meg so you've, there's a there's a digital zoom that is quite good quality mm-hmm. it's still not like let's not kid us it's not it's not optical zoom quality yeah. but
2: it's excellent but it does offer great it's still pretty sharp the example they gave in the in the press press conference was very impressive so the camera's obviously the focus pardon the pun yeah. focus of their marketing and
1: the focus is is critical right so the fastest autofocus available and a lot of people are saying that's just, they're just playing catch up there but it matters because they've got a great focus but they've also got uh, a hybrid focus technology and I'm going to struggle to explain this but let me try essentially most smartphones f- have a have a very fast focus in the center but anywhere else, if you try and focus on a different part, so if you tap your finger in a different part of the image, it actually is slower to focus there. So they've got a hybrid focus that is across the entire thing and it uses the same focus technology for every part, every it aspect of the screen. Face detection
2: and contrast de- contrast detection as well, but traditional smartphone which, that uses contrast detection the, the phone has to actually make a mistake before it corrects before it then says okay well that's not the right focal length this is the right focal length and that takes time so what sony have done is combine those the face detection contrast detection and it, what is the what's the figure 0.03 of a second to focus which is just it's the fastest it's the fastest on the market so you're never going to miss that moment is, is the point of that so
1: now, we we were at dinner last night um with with one of the sony colleagues because they brought us here so we went to dinner and uh Paul from Sony took a photo yep. of the table, and that's just a standard
2: thing to do, you know. Hey, everyone, we're together. Let's set it up, though. We were sitting outside mm. of a restaurant. Schnitzel restaurant. Not, not a yeah, big Schnitty restaurant. Not a lot of light. I mean, when,
1: when we, let's just be clear. Yeah. When we say big schnitty, bigger than the plate. Oh, sorry, the, the setup. <laughs> no, very low light. Um, there was there was no flash utilized. Very low light. Um, it was and eight and eight Trevor never light. finished his schnitty either? No, he bro, couldn't. Oh, I couldn't it. do it. Yeah. Um, if it was chicken schnitty, I would have smashed it. Um, but it was veal. Um, the, so he takes a photo, and we've all passed it around a bunch of tech donors, and gone, yeah. "Wow!" Wow-y. I've yeah. then taken a photo with my iPhone, and it's basically just kicked it out of the park. Yeah, it's just the the, the color. Yeah the brightness was phenomenal because it has a massively high ISO level yes. that's available with the camera. So
2: 12,800 ISO is the highest rating on a smartphone. So there's a, a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of things on this phone that are like market-leading features. We're talking the camera, the focus speed, that ISO capability, 12,800. 8, 12, uh, so the, the resolution, 23 megapixel, that sensor. And another thing too with the, the sensor is that the image is processed on the image sensor. It doesn't hand it off to the to the oct- octa-core processor yeah. to do the heavy lifting. So. It's used all these smarts and sort of brought these aspects, different aspects of the company, their technology, which uses, the camera uses elements from the Sony Alpha series as well. So yeah. they're, they're taking their learnings from those devices and bringing them into the phone.
1: We, we obviously need to test the phones fully and we'll do that over the weeks ahead, but it does look like the camera is phenomenal on this thing. Uh, they've added a fingerprint sensor to the side power button. They've removed the, what was the docking ports on the side and they've removed the flappy covers over, over the ports because it's, it's now the waterproof. Term, the Bloody cover. oath, mate. Yeah. It's now waterproof Without the flappy covers. Um, more tractors. More mate. tractors coming, but so uh, that's okay. Well, welcome. Here's your supply of Coca Cola for the week, to mate. two talking tech uh, Coca Cola, <laughs> man. If we can just put that here. Thank you very much. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, you, you don't have those annoying covers. So, let's be clear um, Samsung Galaxy S5. Was a water resistant water, water proof, phone. Yeah, resistant. A, yeah. Resistant proof, whatever. That's another whole debate. But it had that little cover on the bottom you had to pull off and then charge it. The flappy. Yeah,
2: the, the flappy, flappy cover. Yeah, patent
1: yeah. oh, right. that name. So this is capless.
2: So this capless. is a capless color. Oh, I'm sorry. That's what they're calling that. Capless. <laughs> I'm saying that's Sony. So, so Sony
1: now have, you've now got the the, uh, the power USB and the headphone socket capless. Yep. Yeah, Yeah. Um, and that, that's a big deal because it, it, it's refined the edge of it so the, the edge is still a very nice brushed metal it's got engraved Xperia and engraved um, a camera icon on the, on the dedicated camera button um, it's a very good look the glass is now slightly recessed into the back so that it doesn't float on the glass and slip off tables mm-hmm. little things like this they've addressed a lot of common, uh, not complaints, but common issues with, yeah. with their previous phones. So, you know, this thing has the making of being, in my absolutely, view, absolutely standout it? phone. But Let the problem, it, the problem in my mind is, can they market it? Can well, they get the, thing, the eyes and ears? Well, the, how, how, how it was presented in the press
2: conference about how it, it, all these first features that it's got that no other phone has. Mm. We've already mentioned the camera. We've already mentioned uh, other features like the the, you know, the processor and the, you know, the waterproof, uh, the fact it's waterproof. But here's another thing, the two-day battery life. Now, you ask any smartphone user, what's the worst thing you hate about your phone? And I reckon 9 out of 10 will say so battery. I uh, want the battery to last longer. Well, Sony claim that this phone has two-day, well, we haven't tested it ourselves. So, uh, I can smash a battery. Uh, I, I know that. Uh, so two day battery life, but how they do that? You know, it's one thing to say it. Smash a battery like you yeah, smash a sausage. <laughs> That's another story in the, from the, our media media room here at IFA. Our experience. I mean, can we, we just AFA.
1: talk about that for a minute? The sausage is in proportion to the bread roll. I mean, it's three. T- the sausage is three times bigger than the bread roll.
2: But, but the thing yeah. is, though, I, I think the bread is supposed to be like something that you nibble at the same time as the sausage. We'd not not cut it, cut the bread in half and put it in like a hot dog. I Need mean, like to you nibble on be. the sausage. Well. That she was only just going to give us a one big long sausage on a plate, <laughs> and then the roll, which was minuscule compared to it, and we thought, "Well." You need, you need to put this in a roll. So we were cutting it up and putting we it in like, like a complete dog. idiot's making hot dogs. He was probably shaking her head thinking, Look at these idiots
1: from Australia, what are they doing? Well, well, probably she was. Anyway, we digress. digress sorry. Um, so fingerprint scanner, two day camera. two the battery life. the two no, two battery, battery, battery life. How do they, how do, they do that? It's all, right, it's all right to say
2: it, but how do you actually use the technology to provide it? Yeah. And they've done it in a couple of ways. Oh, okay, do tell. One of them is the way the screen behaves. You know how the a normal screen would refresh itself oh, yes. over and over.
1: You've got a good memory. I, I forgot all this from the well, brief. Well, <laughs> well what what this does This information exclusively at techguide.com.au this information not available at EFTM.com.au. Trevor well, forgot it. Well what it does here is that it it remembers it sort of caches
2: the image uh, in the memory, so rather than you it refreshing hundreds of times per second, yeah. wasting the battery, it caches the, the the screen and only changes the bits of the screen that moves or changes. Very so smart. Less refreshment on the um, on the screen, but also, too, on the image processing side, The you know, I think the processing is done in inside the image processor and not passed off to another part of the phone. Yeah. So that, that's another another area where it can save that ba- that
1: valuable battery yeah. power. Let me just bring up a very important thing here. The sound check that's going on behind us, I think they've nailed the drums. I mean, yeah. this is the same beat that's been going out. I think that's a machine. That's, that couldn't be a real person. You've nailed it, mate. <laughs> That's enough. How good is it? Anyway, um, don't you know who we are? <laughs> yeah. um, What's that? No, you don't. The You're gold. Right. The gold in the in the in the uh, Z5 and the Z5 Compact is. Well, I don't think the Compact comes in gold, does it? It does um, no. The Z5 is,
2: and the Premier in gold. Yeah. It looks like it's the same colour as C3PO. Let's be clear. C3PO. C3PO from Star Wars. Uh, it is the same gold colour as that.
1: He was a lot. He's a lot shinier in. Uh, Episode he's seven in some movies. Well, episode seven. You haven't seen episode seven. Have you I've yet? seen the trailer.
2: Have you really? Yeah, that's. It's not even in the trailer. Isn't he? <laughs> Here's Trevor, who's just watched Star Wars: The Original Trilogy for the first time a few days ago, yeah. telling me about Star Wars. You
1: know, we're disappointed. To Let's just. I want to put it on the record, um, listeners. Ziggy Zaggy's the hashtag. I'm actually disappointed with Stephen's enthusiasm for my going out of my way to watch three episodes of this damn movie. Which I think is a good movie. I, I, I said, well, what else? That I? I said, yeah, good work. To be honest, I expected more. It's about time. I expected lashings well, of amazing, blowing yeah, amazement. Yeah, you've disappointed me. Let me explain it to you. I, I think I said this to you at the
2: time. I said, look, what when they first came out thirty-five years ago, yeah. they were ahead of their time. Well, the original Star Wars was just. So what you're
1: saying ahead. is they're way behind their time no, now?
2: No, no, no. When, when now that you've you, all the movies you've seen over the years, Star Wars in comparison is probably as good, probably not as good, maybe, in your opinion. But when Star Wars was initially released in 1977, it absolutely changed the way...
1: Movies oh, were. I, was, I was one year old. <laughs> um, so, we digress. We, <laughs> we digress heavily, but it's a good segue. Sony Xperia Z5, uh, Compact Z5 and Z5 Premium. Information available at techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. But talking Star Wars, we're recording this on uh, Thursday, uh, 5 Seven o'clock on the 3rd which is actually 1am in the morning on September the 4th 4th which is no in in, in Sydney you
2: say 1am and then you put it in the oh, morning oh Jesus that's a real Sorry, bug bearer, real is bug it what of you've mine. only mentioned yeah. it 3 times this week Yeah, I, I said I think last time one uh, uh, that's apart from 1am in the afternoon 1am yeah, one 1 in the morning <laughs> <laughs> anyway what you're, you're doing trying doing the to rest say of is on your own? it's Force it's Friday it's going to be one block talking I'm
1: going to start singing in a minute look at this nailed that beat mate Seriously, these are the same beat for ten minutes. Um, so today's Force Friday. So Force Friday is Force the Friday. is is a completely invented day. It's like Hallmark inventing Valentine's Day. Disney has invented whatever. Disney has invented. Yeah, Disney has invented Force Friday. Force Friday for the pure purpose of creating marketing hype around the movie, which is coming out in December 17th, as I understand it, the episode 7 The Force Awakens Um, See, I remember that, it wasn't written down in front of me Um, So today's the day that actually you can walk into stores and buy a bunch of merchandise, there's a lot more coming, but we got hands on with uh, BB-8, now BB-8 is uh, the new R2 droid um, from (laughs) from (laughs) <laughs> I'm just trying you to... You have listened, I've listened, mate. I'm learning, trying. I'm trying learning. really hard yeah. from the upcoming movie. And it yeah. looks sensational. R2-D2 is just a complete relic now with those little legs. Um, you yeah, know, I'll leave you to do your good <laughs> lines, mate. Um, BB-8 is, is a sphere that rolls around with this little head on top, a half sphere that little just little goes... Yeah, it's very, time. very cool. Now, because Sphero, which is this amazing little toy we've seen for yeah. years at CES and Places, this little robot ball. you can control with your I- iPhone, is pretty much the same thing. They've actually... In, they, they were part of the development of that product, so the the BB-8 is the thing that we got hands-on with. We've got our own soundtrack. Oh mate, this oh I'm going to bash someone in a minute, <laughs> but anyway, available now, um, and we got hands-on. We've got videos and posts on both uh, TechGuy.com.au and EFTM.com.au. Stephen, this is a very exciting little product. $249. It's, it's a very expensive little toy, but mate, how good is it to see this kind of thing for a Star Wars Absolutely. fan? Absolutely. Well, the background of that is that when they,
2: when they visualised this, this droid for the film, they actually brought in Sphero and asked if they could help create it for the, the actual working model for the movie. A lot of people thought it was actually a, a, a special effect and then they they brought out I think it was a Comic Con a few few weeks ago. They actually brought it out on stage, so yeah. it's real. So when
1: you see it in the movie, this is not a puppet. Yeah, it is real. not a, It's not CGI. It's yeah, a real thing that someone is using an iPhone. Not really. Someone's using a, a remote control to drive around, and they, and they've used a lot of the technologies from from the Sphero to build it, to it. And now they've released it into retail, so you can hold this thing in your hand. Two hundred forty nine dollars. It's it's sensational. Mate. Not because the the head sits on it magnetically, but the head then is it moves as well. Like yeah, there's a lot rotates. of movement in the head, let so, alone. It
2: stays on top of the dome when it's rolling, but then it turns around, it swivels as well. Mate, I'll go so as far as to say this is one of the most exciting Star Wars toys they've ever released.
1: Can I you just know, say... We've had
2: figures and all that in the past, right? They just sit there.
1: I can measure that. I can measure Stephen's excitement. Normally, when we're away on, on trips, we don't... He doesn't talk to me at all. He came <laughs> to visit me this morning... In my room because I had this bloody thing. I mean, he went out of his way to come and say hello. That's how excited you are about this. this. It's big. It's big. Like, this is this toy, as I said, I reckon. Very,
2: uh, it'll be one of the most popular. I don't think, good luck trying to get one of these. They're going to sell out really quickly. So get in the stores. It's available from right now. Uh, This is going to be one of the, I think, one of those favorite characters from the film.
1: I'm just just going to interrupt. I'm just going to interrupt. Trucks in Germany don't beat when they're reversing.
2: I've noticed that yeah. it's an
1: observation because I just thought we're going to get a soundtrack of beeping, beeping here. Yeah. We'll no our beeping drum. we'll get our drum, our drum crack. still going still going um, yeah. so the, the BB-8 from Sphero is available at Harvey Norman my uh, JB Hi-Fi it'll be available in Toys R Us in a few you know, weeks a couple of weeks yeah um, you got the same text Thanks, message Jeremy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, it's $249 it's, it's brilliant because there's a couple of things about it right you can drive it around you can also go out on patrol but then there's this messaging thing in it where you can record a video message yeah. and you have this augmented reality where you whole the phone and you can see through the camera of the phone the bb-8 and it kind of projects a hologram, hologram in front yeah, it's very about, cool kids job. are gonna love this yeah. thing man it is
2: brilliant now It is
1: gonna be the most popular in the same way that I, I didn't watch the movies but i knew r2d2 oh, yeah. was was a massive iconic. iconic thing yeah. so this, this is, is going to be the iconic for the thing for, for the new generation absolutely right so. we've just coined it there you this go. is and Stephen, wouldn't you say this is the droid You've the, been looking droid for? we've been looking for, yes. You have been listening. Good on you, mate. Yes, this definitely is. Stephen just had a very proud
2: moment.
0: Droid you've been looking for. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor
1: Long and Stephen Fenwick. Now... Before we talk about LG, I want to remind you that the great show is brought to you by the good people at Netgear, netgear netgear.com.au. I still can't get past the Arlo range of smart cameras. They are available now at JB Hi-Fi. Stephen's going to tell you about a new product um, that Netgear has shortly. But uh, Arlo smart cameras means that I'm here in Germany. I can use my phone, and I can find out whether my kids are in my office uh, at any time. If the kids go into the office during the hours that I said... It'll send me an alert. It'll record that vision for 30 or 40 seconds, whatever I choose, into the cloud, and I can view that on the cloud. It's a sensational uh, smart home security system, completely 100% wire-free and HD. Get one now, Arlo, A-R-L-O. Check it out at netgear.com.au, and you can buy them at JB Hi-Fi. Two blokes talking
0: tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Travel on.
1: Now, I did say that we'd bring you a conversation about LG. Oh, oh round of yeah, applause. Yeah, the music
0: stops.
2: There goes our
1: soundtrack. <laughs> oh, mate, he's finally nailed that drum beat. Fair dinkum. The good thing about this is two that... Two blokes uh, talking tech to two, a drum machine. Two, two, blo- two blokes heckling a sound check. Uh, so, LG, we, we We went down on a wonderful t- uh, tour of the LG... Um, the open house, they called um, it, it, mate. House, open yeah. house. This wasn't really a house, let's be honest. Um... But was very open I, I was very excited about this. I'm genuinely excited about this. So, yeah. some weeks ago, we were sitting on the foreshore of the Sydney Harbour, watching going to become Microsoft, and I'm pretty sure that's the time when I said... OLED, OLED, LG OLED. I, I was currently OLED. reviewing the OLED Curve 4K TV, and I thought it was beautiful, but I thought it was a complete waste of time being curved. I'm still not a fan. I don't get it. And I, my, I made the assertion that if they made their OLEDs flat, they, they should be cheaper to buy... And frankly, there would be absolutely no way anyone could compete with that picture quality. Congratulations, LG. Following the listening to two blokes talking tech, they rushed to the factory and got two blokes to stand on on each side of the curved OLEDs and they're flattened. Um, And so they're they're now going to bring to market flat OLED TVs. Now, to be clear... They've just put them on a stand. We don't know when they're going to be available anywhere in the world, let alone in Australia. My guess it's early next year. May next year we'll see them in early Australia, year. yeah. Because they'll CS we'll will be C S yeah. will be huge, but they'll announce them for Australia early 2016. Now, I, I think we may see them earlier than that. Is that
2: because they've been announced here, we oh, oh, look, this is wishful thinking. They might
1: even make it before Christmas. I'm gonna say Maybe. I'm gonna say my gut feeling is Samsung knows they're they're running a, a losing race not having OLED. I think they know Samsung's in production of OLED, and and they're Panasonic trying to get too, well, they're Panasonic really release a curved 65-inch. Yep. Um, I think I think Samsung will will launch OLED at CS, and I think this is LG's way of saying we're, we're 10 steps ahead of you. This is a beautiful TV, a super thin. 65 and 55-inch models, yeah. yeah. And,
2: and, um, and Also with HDR, you're going to be hearing that a lot. High. Sony range. talked about that as well with yeah. their TVs. So that's sort of a way for you to sort of the, 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 the contrast is a little bit better, the brightness is a little bit better. So that that's as simply as I can explain HDR to an even louder uh, sound check, which has just stopped suddenly.
1: just a good acoustic background for us. That's yeah, okay.
2: HDR, that's going to be big. Three big letters you're going to be hearing a lot of.
1: Yeah, so congratulations, LG. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing the pricing on that because it's critical, I think, that it's not just yep. available, that it's a, it's a next tier. So you've got your lower tier pricing, you've got your your, your high-end... Um, you know, Samsung-style pricing, it needs to be cheaper than their curved. It needs to be cheaper than Samsung's curves. It needs to be the standout flat panel that's also the best in terms of value.
2: But let's be clear, I think the curved TVs are are pretty well-priced as well. They're, they're, uh, you know... Just a waste of time. Well, no, I I disagree. I'm a fan of the curved TV, but like like you, a lot of people aren't. So good, good, the LG are giving people the choice. I agree it should be cheaper. But, um, yeah, I think... uh, they, they're they going to really, if they make it in before Christmas, it's going to really shake up the market. It's yeah. People are yeah. going to be using any excuse to buy one, whether it's to watch the footy finals or, you know, the Australian Open early next year, the the, the, the Olympics are on next year. So people use these events. The World Cup, the, the Rugby World Cup's on in a couple of weeks, so they won't be out by then. But no. people use
1: those times as an excuse to update their TV. As, there's one like that in the market. Whoa. As Rob Jolliffe tweeted earlier today, thanks, Rob, They've been listening to the podcast. I mean, this is good news. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Information about LG's flat uh, OLEDs are on techguide.com.au. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech.
2: With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Huawei. That's he. Huawei. Mean. Huawei. Well, Huawei are here at EFA. We had the drumbeat. We could sing along. <laughs> yeah. They're here at IFA uh, in Berlin. Chinese company, Pink Company, we've uh, we're friends. have come friends with Huawei. They've been very aggressive. In sounds, like a, sounds like a sounds like a group friends of Huawei. <laughs> well, their their smartphones have been um, uh, pretty impressive of late. I've got to say that the, the P eight seven was good. was good. Yeah, the Mate seven, the P eight recent uh, version, recent device was pretty nice. But here at here at EFA, they've released a new device called the Mate S. Now, this is a smartphone that features uh, a, a new type of display that
1: has, let's just say, stolen Apple's thunder. Uh, and I've got to say, I find it hard to believe we're not going to see court cases over here. <laughs> It's Well, what they've done
2: is they've created a device, this Mate S, with a Force Touch screen, and they've actually called
1: it Force Touch, which means you can add different pressures to the screen for different outcomes. Let's go back 20 steps. Force Touch is available in MacBook, MacBook laptops, on the Apple, um, Apple Watch, yep. and on a Huawei phone. Well, hang on. That doesn't sound right, does it?
2: Well, there you go. I know. Well, well, the, the timing is interesting because next week we're in San Francisco for the iPhone launch, and if the rumours are correct, we're going to we're going to see the iPhone 6s, 6s Plus, and with Force Touch. One of the standout features will be a Force Touch screen. So, Huawei's got in uh, and cut Apple's grass a bit here, and got out their device. Shown the device, they even like the force touch allows, you know, apart from different presses can ha- have different uh, options. One thing they did with it though, which was really interesting at the press conference, is weigh something on, I think they got an orange and weighed an orange on the force touch screen. So expect a whole raft of apps that take advantage of that
1: feature. It's, it's amazing to me that, that Huawei is able to bring to the market force touch in a smartphone before Apple, and Apple haven't trademarked that, that word. It's just stunning and it is absolute thunderstorm
2: I think uh, Huawei will be hearing from uh, Apple's legal team uh, good luck serving the two of them in China wherever they, wherever they are well you know uh, it, it's you know apart from that I, I've got to say the uh, the device itself has also there's fingerprint sense 2.0 and it's also Knuckle Sense 2.0. I mean, Have
1: what the knuckles? hell are they talking about with
2: that? Well, what do you do? I don't know why this just wasn't something you write on the screen. Knuckle Sense lets you do things like knock on the screen. So it's got like knock sensitivity to switch apps and various things what like a that. a complete load of rubbish. Well, with with your knuckle, you can also say, draw the letter M to listen to music. You draw the letter C to. Well, to you act just act use your finger. Well, you are. You're using your knuckle on your finger. <laughs> so it's. Uh, an interesting new little, uh, some new features there. And uh, what I'm, impresses me as well is the screen. Yeah. It's, an, it's like virtually edge-to-edge screen. Which is what uh, I've been really calling nice for on the iPhone for many years, do you not really recall? nice design, absolutely. And it, in fact, it looks a little bit like an iPhone. <laughs> a little bit. When you look at it from that angle. But uh, it's also quite thin. It's only 7.2 millimetres thick. You've got big knuckles. Thanks, mate. Is
1: that a compliment? Or? I'm trying to work out how, how, the, how the phone will react to that. Mate, my knuckles are solid, mate. You've seen plenty of action, my knuckles, mate. You know what it'll say. It'll say, What are you using your knee for?
2: <laughs> That's funny, mate. That's funny for you. And thanks, Trevor too, for picking the noisiest place at EFA to record the podcast. <laughs> Very well done, mate.
1: Two blokes, two blokes sitting on a park bench under a tree next to a radio station, a sound stage, and a bunch of trucks. No, brilliant. Brilliant stuff here, choice, at, here at here at I'm glad
2: you scoped it out the location yeah, Well done. No, um,
1: Appreciate you doing all the work on that
2: too.
1: <laughs> Listen to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Read more about the Huawei uh, Force Touch at techguide.com.au. Two
0: Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long
1: and Stephen Fenning. Now, I went over to Lenovo stand this morning and, and, and met with uh, Motorola because they've announced uh, a new range of Moto 360 smartwatches. Now, this is a collection, is what they call it a collection of smartwatches. It's actually a family <laughs> of smartwatches, a family or a collection. There are four watches. Now, let me try and remember them, right? The first one is a male watch, 46mm round screen. The next one is a male, 42mm round screen. Then there is a female, 42mm round screen that has slightly narrower um, buckles for the okay. for the band. And then there's a sport watch, which has a different display so that it can be used outdoors better. Now, the sport watch has GPS built into it. Um, the, the others all come in a range of colours the actual body of the watch comes in a certain color you can then option the bezel to be a different color then you 've got the band this is a supremely customizable um, set of watches which you know plays very much to the to the concept of Apple having a huge customization also but massive in the moto maker range so if in countries where Moto maker is available which will be Australia in the, in the, in the months ahead i 'm sure um, You'll be able to go to the website. You better say, "Well, I want the male forty-six millimetre. I want it in black, but I want the top to be uh, chrome, and I want that to have indents on it. I want a leather strap. You know, you can basically build your watch from scratch. So, yep. almost exponential number of watches that you can get.
2: They have got rid of the little the little wedge on the bottom.
1: Remember, no, that, that used to not, still, still there. there. Yeah, you can't I quite see it in in, Why in don't the sport they just ones. Make it
2: completely circular.
1: Yeah, or maybe look. I glanced at them I this morning, but yeah, you'll notice all the watch faces are black. So you can't quite so tell. That, that, why that, that, That's um,
2: all other phones uh, f- well, smart watches don't have that little. Look, don't pitch. hold me on it, but I'm pretty pretty sure it's still oh, there. I, do you think though? Gonna... I've got a question. Do you think having so many different SKUs of the watch is a smart thing to do for them? Having Look, so many variations, or I think
1: it is. I think because it means that people are going to be walking around wearing a whole. See, the problem Someone with one watch it. is it, it only suits a certain person. Yeah. So have customization, then people go, "Yeah, I will eyeball that one," because then I'll get it in this car. I'll get a strap. So it actually means more people will potentially wear it, which means more growth in in the in the yeah. vis- in people seeing them worn. They reckon the smartwatch market is going to grow. Five times this year. So the number of smartwatches sold in 2015-16 will be five times greater than last
2: year. That's oh, stunning. People And these are running Android Wear, I'm assuming, so they'll yep. connect to your phone, give you the notifications.
1: These will connect with Apple too, because Apple, Apple the latest version of Android to, yeah, Wear right, yeah. and the new newest devices will work with your iPhone. So on an iPhone, you're going to get snarby. your calendar notifications, email notifications, Google Now. You won't get as many apps, but give it time. That could be very interesting. That's the beautiful thing about this. This is a watch that will work with your iPhone. Yeah. Now, I'll be honest, I still... I wonder where my, my Apple Watch is, but I think I locked it in the cover back there. Yeah. Um, you know, I really only use it for basic notifications, so the Moto 360 would do exactly what I need from that. So yeah. this is potentially a very, very successful product. Really, though, in Australia, you need Moto Maker to come. And you also need to know how many of them they're going to bring to retail because you can't stock all of those in a retail store. Well, it was the Moto
2: 360 was kind of the watch that that really sort of jumped out of the, out of the box so I kind of thing. Well, first one with was, the round screen had the round screen yeah. really really sort of showed people the possibilities here. Taking it further like this, I think a uh, very good move. The the ad- adaptability uh, is a good idea as well. Maybe I wouldn't have had as many SKUs myself. I would have probably just had two different sizes and then let you choose your bands. Mm. A bit like the sort of how Apple are doing it, which, you know maybe that might you have been they're listening to listen to us <laughs> that might have been something that Apple maybe have, another lawsuit would have gone out but, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but look you know, we have seen a few smart watches here at IFA uh, I think we did see the LG Urbane uh, yeah, yeah. 23 yeah. carat yeah, yeah couldn't find the
1: last carat no, Bugs Bunny got
2: into it. yeah it was a bit they wanted to make it a bit cheaper for people who couldn't afford 24 carat they yeah, yeah. said I'll make it 23 you like the you Bugs Bunny check. line <laughs> yeah no not bad some, one of, your, some of your best mate. <laughs> some of your best work
1: the Moto 360s uh, you can uh, check them out all the photos are at eftm.com.au listening to 2Blokes it's talking tech live from IFA. Two Talking
2: Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and
1: Stephen Fenny. And Netgear,
2: our sponsors have come up with a new Nighthawk. This is the this is their fastest modem router ever, they've ever produced. It's a Nighthawk. X. It'd be disappointed if they came out there with S last, though, wouldn't it? They're not going to go backwards. Let's put it, let's put it that way. That's right. Well, this is the fastest they've ever done. The X4S. Now, this is a combined modem router, but has some interesting new technology on board, Trevor. It's got the oh, wave, two, wave 2 Wi-Fi technology and multi-user MIMO, which is multiple-in, multiple-out band, so that a lot of data can go out in parallel rather than being sent out, out one at a time.
1: Yeah. And to put that in, in, in common sense, I guess... You think of a hundred meg file is is, is is lots of one meg. It used to send, and, and five people are downloading. It'd send one to one person, one to the other one. It'd kind of distribute it around. With MIMO, they basically can, it it can distribute it all evenly in parallel to everyone. So there is a a huge speed advantage in the in the overall download times.
2: Absolutely, and it's uh, can speeds of up to two point five four gigabits per second. That's through two the two different bands, which combine for that total. And I'm just trying to find it on my story actually the actual figures. So. There are, there are the two bands. The, there's also the the three the USB three ports. There's an eSATA port as well. So you, it's got eight hundred and two eleven AC on board. So all the latest devices have that fastest Wi-Fi connection, but it's also backwards compatible to your older devices too. But if you're with those USB ports, you can connect a printer, you can connect a hard drive. You can then access those on your network and also log into the network and access the, that data as well. So there's also four gigabit Ethernet ports on the back. So if you want to have a cable connection, say so you might want to connect your smart TV or your, your gaming console if it's nearby, so have, rather than having a wired connection, a wireless connection, you have a wired connection. So the Netgear is, and it's VDSL, ADSL compatible too. So it, it supports all the legacy ADSL connections, you know, ADSL, ADSL2, ADSL2, Plus, but also VDSL, which is some of the technology being used in the NBN rollout. So this is kind of a, a future proof yourself type device.
1: Call it the Nitgear the NIT Nighthawk Malcolm Turnbull. Yeah. He was big on VDSL, wasn't he? he was, yeah. <laughs> you can read about the new Nighthawk at uh, techguide.com.au. It's going to be priced at $549. Two blokes talking to him.
0: You're listening to two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen
1: Fenwick. Well, Stephen, we get on a plane, we fly back, we uh, see our family, we give them a quick hug, maybe hand out some presents to the kids, then we get back on a plane. We well, get presents. Father's Day, isn't it? Oh, you going to miss gonna Father's miss Day. That. I'm getting oh, asleep. Bad luck, man. Okay. I said to my kids, I said, "Mandy, listen, I oh, don't get me anything. I'm getting asleep <laughs> on the plane. I'm getting 14 hours on my own. That's good." <laughs> Um, that's as good a Father's Day as I could ever wish for um, love your kids and everything but just some time alone is good um, <laughs> we we get back and then basically we get on a plane we go to San Francisco Apple have a huge event 3am Wednesday morning Sydney time we'll be there we Wednesday um,
2: morning Sydney time it's Thursday it's a Thursday in Sydney yeah. I don't think it is well it's it, yeah. It's, it's Wednesday the 9th of September in the US oh okay which makes it...
1: You're right, it's the 10th. Thursday, the, the All right, I'm tired. I'll be okay. honest, I'm just, very just, tired. I'm the sound checks really help, frustrated mate. me. I'm here to help. <coughs> I had to watch Star you're Wars. I you tired and emotional, mate. I am. <laughs> um, but, but it'll be interesting because we're expecting the iPhone 6S, 6X Plus, yeah. possibly some... Force and Huawei's force touch screen yeah, on it yeah, as well. Yeah. Tim Cook was down on stage and we've incorporated Huawei's force touch technology. <laughs> He'll have a stab, though. He'll have a stab. Uh, I don't know, I think it... I, I don't think Apple. They don't acknowledge other people. Yeah, they very do. Often. They, they just suddenly they have step. A little, here's yeah, what he'll do. do yeah. he'll, he'll he'll say <laughs> we've it's including force touch technology which we developed and debuted in these products and they'll them all, MacBook, yeah. Apple Watch, etc. Yeah, and the um, Mate S Smart. And then we're we're expecting maybe some room. There are rumors of an Apple TV update, yep. um, software, let alone potential hardware. Here's, here's my prediction. Yeah. I reckon there'll be a new
2: lower end iPhone, a six C. Type iPhone
1: I love your I love
2: your positivity I, I love your right thinking I've been right in the past Mate I've been, I've been, My record's pretty solid I just mate L- Well let me put, let this, me put is let just, me, this is from the bloke Who says Apple will never Make a big screen phone Remember me, those Remember those Famous last words Let mate, me or? say this
1: <laughs> You could be right But It's very rare It's not yeah. since the 4 That, that the iPhone Hasn't oh, leaked pulling out My 5.5 inch <laughs> From the back six The bendy six, one mate. From the back of Your back pocket no, no, it's not bendy. The um, that Mate They can't They can't avoid leaks now I can't imagine there's something else coming and it hasn't been leaked. Well, the, the if so, if they are able to bring something out that hasn't been leaked, yeah, it's a juice, it's, a it's a genuine show that they've they've but they've they've, what, they've, they've fixed the production chain. It's it's like it's like a magician,
2: you know, a magician. They use <laughs> you probably wonder where the hell's <laughs> he going, with this? mate. I <laughs> no, I'm looking
1: at Stephen magician, now, going where is the he going? Magician
2: uses a bit of diversion. They do they they say, oh look over here, and they do something over here. You know, like so. Everyone's talking about the iPhone six and Force Touch and Apple TV, but in the meantime, there's stuff going on over here, like. I think the best example of that is the Apple Watch. No one had a clue what that looked like until they showed it. So they were... We knew it was coming. Well, We knew it was coming, but no one knew what it looked like. That was a total surprise to everybody. Would you agree with that? I would agree. It's a surprise. So I think there may be something up their sleeve. One thing that we're hearing is that... Uh, they may do a Netflix, and by that I mean Netflix is the subscription video on-demand service who decided, you know what, we're going to create our own programs and, and offer them through our service. So Apple, which is, has got enough enough resources, enough money to try to do the same thing, and that's the big rumor going around that Apple will actually start creating content that people can enjoy just on Apple TV mm. and on their devices. So really crappy you, content. You think about though, where where the next big revenue spike is going to come from? Mm. You know, people are buying the hardware, but what is what you still need to run on that hardware? Software and content. Content is what is going to drive a lot of stuff forward. Hello, we're in the boardroom of
1: Apple, and this is an well, inspirational speech by is, the head bro. of content.
2: I think that you, you look at you look at the number of people now who, who are who, are, who are, you know our listeners now have probably got Netflix, Presto, which is now in HD, thank God, Stan, all these services, and to God, how to roll to feed those machines, you need content. And, and, and enough there's not enough good content to go around I think people a lot, lot of content on YouTube it. it's not very good though yeah I know well you yeah, know you can only watch so many cat videos on YouTube can't you like, and uh, so anyway I reckon that's I think that's an area where Apple thinks you know what there's revenue opportunity there you make a hit show People are going to watch it. They're going to want it, and there's—I think—that's another another revenue, another angle of revenue for the company. But you know, that's just a rumor at this stage.
1: It's a massive, massive rumor from Stephen Fennick here on the
2: uh, park uh, bench. It'll go hand in hand with a new Apple TV, of course. The pine tree. The new Apple TV will. Oh, my uh, pine cones. You keep looking at the tree. I'll keep talking. Okay. The new Apple TV, the rumored new Apple TV, will include Siri. Will include its own app store, so it's going to become more like a set-top box. To really turn
1: your neither TV of which are very revolutionary things. Well, no, but Apple have a tendency have a to break their magic wand do down do do the breaking ride? news. I need to remind uh, you of a uh, of a story that we heard earlier in the day. I'm just going to digress here. Samsung. I mean, when you're talking about breaking news, <laughs> they've brought out they've about? brought out a washing machine that allows you to interrupt the wash. I mean, when I heard, you were sitting there watching their press conference and the bloke standing oh, on don't stage. put this on me. Mate, the bloke who's the head of bloody washing machines at Samsung. <laughs> yeah. Poor bugger. That's what it says on his yeah. head of He goes, He goes, how often have you been halfway through a cycle and needed to add a sock? <laughs> and I'm like, mate, you know what you do? You lift the lid up and you put a sock in. No, but they—they've they, got. This is a front loader. Yeah, well, mate, it's a front loader. If if this is a, because he said ninety-two percent of people have this as a common problem. Don't buy a front loader. <laughs> this is the revolutionary yeah, stuff that's been going the, on on EFA here today. Yeah. It's been sensational, but and you've been apart, apart from. Apart from that though, that's that's very funny,
2: Trevor. But <laughs> apart from that, Samsung also announced a huge play in the the another massive Internet of Things category. That's going to be a. Multi-billion-dollar industry seriously in the next few years. They've also announced they're going to bring out their Ultra HD Blu-ray player in early 2016. That's my chopper coming. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. Here it is. It's Bronwyn Bishop visiting us, is it? <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, oh, yeah. good. So Samsung, Samsung. big presence here. They got an event on tonight, which we think is going to be for the Gear S2, uh, and among other things. So I don't think they're just going to put one event on
1: for a smartwatch. I think there's something else up their sleeve. Can't wait. We'll uh, cover that at another time and it'll be on techguide.com.au or eftm.com.au. You can follow us anytime on Twitter. I'm at Trevor Long. Stephen is at Stephen Fennick with a PH. And of course, conversations regarding this great show should revolve around the hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. Uh, we thank Sony for their support bringing us here to IFA this year. It was uh, wonderful and we'll be back next week uh, thanks to Apple in San Francisco Stephen. Really? We have a big couple of weeks. You've been, in, uh, you've been with Logitech in the States. You, you travel weary. I'm yeah. just day weary. You're travel oh, my weary. My new address is airport. Oh, nice work. Thanks for listening. Thanks for leaving. We'll be back next week. Thanks to the good people of Netgear. Netgear.com.au Two blokes talking tech.
0: You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With travel on.